You made it to the Hidden Gems podcast, the podcast that highlights the journeys of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives through conversation, interviews, and storytelling. Tune in every Monday for a new episode where I drop major gems, or at least my guests drop major gems. All right, today we are here with Bobby Myers. She is a broker with, let me get the name right, because I almost said Myers Brown, and I think it's, <laughs> right, Brown, <laughs> Brown, My, Brown Myers, Bro- brokerage, brokerage. See, I don't ever talk about brokerages, so this is new for me, um, but it's just black owned, um, and it's here in Atlanta, and today she's going to talk to us a little bit about real estate brokerage and all of that good stuff. But before we get into the good things, let's talk about some silly things. So we're going to do our warm ups. <laughs> so for those of you who have always been listening, you already know about the warm ups. Usually it's me asking random questions or me asking either or questions. So today it's random questions that I have. Um, so the first question is not so random, but it's kind of random. It's a question I like to ask everybody. What book are you reading right now? Awaken your strongest self and it's break free of stress, inner conflict, and self-sabotage. Okay. That's uh, that is a juicy one. What who who who's the author? Uh Neil Fiore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So I um I read like multiple books at one time because I do a lot of audiobooks. Uh <laughs> so I am reading i'm rereading the bridgerton series did you watch the show bridgerton i feel like i ask everybody this question let me tell you i am still dreaming about the uh is he the duke oh yeah the The duke of hastings we have a a silent affair y'all do (laughs) (laughs) okay like (laughs) yes so i um yeah i'm rereading that series of books and um I'm on Benedict's book. And then I started reading this book, The Richest Man in Babylon, but um, I haven't finished it because I'm deeply involved in the Bridgerton series. Like, I can't stop reading those books. Um, So I do have The Richest Man in Babylon also. It's queued up, but I'm still only in the first chapter because I just, like, hopped right out to go back to Bridgerton. So... (laughs) yes the books are really good and um I say this all the time but it just from reading the books and then watching the show you can see how different it is like how Shonda has cast it it's very diverse in the show it's not so diverse in the books but it is still the story is great she did a phenomenal job. I she really did. enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't wait for the next season. Everybody was sad that the Duke's not going to be in it, but each book is a different love story of a Bridgerton child. So that's, really? yeah, that's okay. how the books are. So the second one is about Anthony, the um, Viscount. Was he the younger one or was he the older? He was the older one. Okay. He was yeah. the one that was lost and, and messing around with that, that lady. The opera singer. Yep. Okay. Yeah, his his story is good. His story is good, but my favorite story is Benedict's story, which is the story I'm reading right now. Benedict was the one who was the artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his story is really juicy. Okay, okay. <laughs> and you're doing all of this on audiobooks? Yes. Okay. That's the only way I'm going to get it done. Yeah, you got to get into audiobooks. 
All right. So my next question is, what is a movie that you can quote word for word? Oh, God. Heat. What is that? Oh, a better one. Okay. So it's two of them. Okay. Tombstone. Never heard. And that's a Western. Okay. And Heat is an action-packed bank robber type show, but... Um, both of my men, like um, Doc Holliday is, um, I can't think of his name, but um, in the in the other one, uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, okay. He's another undercover boyfriend I have. So anything <laughs> that Robbie D is in, I'm all over it. Okay. Oh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He was the he was Doc Holliday in Tombstone. So I love both of those movies, and I could literally lip sync. Like my family is so over me already. Yeah. <laughs> That is mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, I think mine might be Color Purple. Definitely loving basketball. And um, the movie ATL with T.I. in it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that one. And then, of course, any of the um, Harry Potter series, uh, I can do those word for word. But, yeah, those are ah, those are my movies um, that Harry I can. Harry Potter fan. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I learned something new about you. Oh, yeah. I've been a Harry Potter fan all my life. My mom stood in line for me when I was um, a child to get one of the books when they released. She stood in line at night and came back the next day to the house and had the book for me. And I was like, oh. See, I know my girl was always so special. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I, like, spent, like, the weekend reading that book, finished that book in a weekend. yes yes they were all big but i was dedicated i was committed to to reading (laughs) i know i know oh my goodness uh my next question is so do you meditate i do i do a few times a day um my father was military so Mm -hmm. i am like super duper regimented um the friends that know me well, they say, okay, here comes Miss OCD. So I meditate like literally, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, I I run four miles and I do some weight training. So I'm done by five and I immediately go into um, meditation from five to six and and then a few times during the day just to kind of, you know, recenter myself because, you know, things get crazy. Oh, okay. That's real good. That is real good. See, as much as, like, you know, I like to exercise and work out, I cannot meditate. I can, but it's very difficult for me. Why? You can't quiet your brain? Right, yeah. I have a hard time quieting my brain. I'm going to send you an article that I um, that got me into it. And, okay. Uh, there's some really, you know, cool tips in there for you. Okay, yeah, send it to me. Yeah, I have a very hard time getting my mind quiet. So meditation is a struggle for me. But I commend everybody who can meditate. Um, I maybe can do it for maybe like a maybe like thirty seconds, and then my brain but starts that's talking. Okay. <laughs> Start with thirty seconds, and then go another thirty, and another thirty until you know it gets better. So I, 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 even with the meditation, right? There's mm-hmm. a process. So I have a room in it's uh, it's like the sun room that's in my master bedroom. Okay. And I have created a Zen space in there. You know, where I go in there, I have a fireplace in there. You know, I've got the little meditation bowl, you know, mm-hmm. that um, they, they use in China. Yeah. And I've got, like, the uh, crystals in there. It's like it's an intentional space for that. And I just sit there and, um, you know, with the music. And eventually um, I do the I guide it into it. 
Okay. So if you go to YouTube, Kendra, you'll find that they have a lot of guided meditation on there. That's how I started. Okay. And, you know, they, they would walk you through, you know, quiet your mind, feel this, feel that. And then eventually, you know, it got to a point where I could just go sit in the Indian sit and I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah, because I struggle with that. So I'll have to look into that. But definitely send me the article. Because I'm always trying to figure out how. I know people are probably, like, ashamed of me at this point because everybody, everybody's just been like, you can meditate, Kendra. You can do it. And I've just been like, ah, it's actually kind of difficult for me. So It's okay. Look, you're a major, major, you're, you're a beast in the gym. So it's like, yeah. you, know, you can't be perfect, right? But you're right. really darn close to it. Ah, close. <laughs> <laughs> that is sweet. <laughs> okay, so what are some inspiring words that you would say to your younger self oh my goodness i i take myself way too seriously i still do <laughs> i would i would tell myself like look chica you know life is serious but make sure you're having a lot of fun along the way you know, because like my college years, I was so about I'm going in and I'm getting out in four years and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You know, yeah. and I had like my whole plan. And honestly, a lot of my college life, I can't remember because I was always so, you know, chasing, chasing, chasing. So mm -hmm. I would tell myself, you know, you got what it takes you know, uh, enjoy every moment because when these four years are over, you know, it's over. It's yeah. like, it's, you know, it's game on. So I would tell myself, don't, you know, don't take myself that seriously. Yeah, that's good advice because I think my, I was, I was told before I went to college that black girls don't go to college to find themselves. So mm -hmm. I needed to do my four years and get out of college. And that was not told to me by my mom. That was just told to me by somebody before I went to college. Um, but I, so I was stressed to get in, to get those four years in um, and get out because I just felt like that was all the time I had. But I had a great time while I was down there. Um, mm -hmm. But I just wished I would have explored like a couple more things before deciding to jump into the real world, especially like revolving around my major. Mm. So um, just like, I wish I would have had kind of like the mindset that I have now when I was in college, because mm -hmm. then I would have been like, okay, there are other things I could do and how can I make college work for me instead of me working for college? Absolutely. Like, that's how I feel at this point that about it. That is so real, so real. I know for a fact I would have told myself, no student loans. Yes. <laughs> like, it is not that heavy. And yes. honestly, if I had it to do it again, I would go straight to real estate school yeah. and just go around college. Yeah. There are so many ways around college that, like, <laughs> or it to have, or to even get a job that will pay for your schooling, like, especially right. in that field. And it's just ridiculous that, uh, that that's the way we were all taught. Like, you go to school to go to college, and you go to college to get a job. And now, like, you see that you can, like, get jobs without having to go to college, or you can learn a trade and still get paid just as much as somebody who's just came out of college with a bunch of student loan debt. And, like, so it's just crazy. Absolutely. And I know a lot of my peers that went straight to real estate school and started, a, you know, a real estate career at the wrong age of like 17 or 18 mm -hmm. and i'm telling you they make like and i'm not talking about six figures like a hundred thousand i'm talking about six figures like four and five hundred thousand dollars mm. you know and so bump a, a, a phd or a md you know right is, 
you know, you still can make that kind of money. But listen, I'm not knocking college. My mother did not play. She was about that education. My mm -hmm. father was the same way. So I encourage everybody to go to school because, mm -hmm. you know, it definitely sets the, um, you know, it kind of sets the foundation for, um, especially like in my field. Yeah. You know, um, of people taking you seriously. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's very true. That is all. That is very true about college. People do take you more seriously when they're like, "Oh, you went to college, okay." Like, and you know, fun fact about me: the you know, you know, I'm in early childhood education, and like, um, that's how we kind of met. I used to be one of your baby's teachers, and um, fun fact: a couple years ago, one of the parents in my class was shocked when I mentioned something about something I did when I was in college, and she was like, "You went to college." And I was like, yes, I did. And I'm in school for my master's degree right now. Is there anything else that you needed from me? Or like, are we good? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, it was very interesting. It was an interesting little moment for us because I was just like, yes. I mean, and I think that people just assume for me looking at me, they, one, I guess I look younger than they think mm -hmm. I am too. I have tattoos and people already judge you when you have tattoos. So <laughs> that I think she was just thrown because I have had people say things like parents and concerns about my tattoos and teaching their kids. But then they're just like, oh, the tat at the by the end of the year, hmm, the tattoos didn't really matter. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> You know, we fell in love with you from day one. My daughter, like, she is so about, I, I, I trust her energy. I keep saying she's a lot fresher with God than I am, you mm -hmm. know, because she's so much younger. Yeah. And when she fell in love with you, I was like, okay, Miss Kendra is it. That's it. That's yeah. what we're all with. That was, that was the end of that. That so. is my friend, okay? We used to, I used to love our walks in the hallway, okay? You used to take my friend for walks. She'd be like, come to the class. And are y'all done with the learning portion? Can I take her? <laughs> <laughs> We used to spend time. Yes, mm -hmm. that was my friend, friend. Okay, I got one more for you. Um, the last one is Um, do you think it's important to put a time limit on your business goals? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um you got to set deadlines for yourself. Right? Mm -hmm. That is that is like so crucial because, and especially when you work for yourself, yeah, you know, you've got to handle yourself like, you know, more strict than if you were working for a company. Yeah. Because you know, don't you agree? Because yeah. that time gets away from you if you, you know, if you're not properly, you know, focused and strategized, you know, it, it gets away from you. Yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent, um, especially in all these new ventures that I have chosen to take on in my life. <laughs> um, it's harder to manage my time when I'm managing myself because like I'll get caught up on my phone like, you know, on. Oh, my God. Don't let me get on TikTok because if I'm on TikTok, I'm scrolling for two hours. I've done nothing. And I look up and I'm like, oh, my God, I did nothing. And I needed to get something done today because uh -huh. the deadline is next week. Like, <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, it's a lot harder to govern yourself when you are working for yourself. And uh -huh. because when you're on somebody's clock, you're like, OK, I'm on the clock. I don't want to have my phone out because I know that if somebody, if my supervisor comes by and sees me on the phone, it's going to be a conversation and I'm not trying to do that. But like when I am at home by myself trying to do this work at home, <laughs> it's hard. It's tough. It is. You it's have hard. to like, even like, 
put an area in the house like that says, okay, I'm going to sit here mm-hmm. and I'm going to bang this out for the next, you know, six hours or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's tough. Just got to be focused though, right? Yeah. It goes back to, you know, just setting those same goals for yourself. You yeah. Know, and, and, and sticking to them. Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. All right, so Miss Bobby, I want you to go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and tell everybody about what you do, and then I will get into some more questions. Okay, so I'm Bobby Myers Brown, and I am the CEO, founder, and principal broker of Brown Myers Brokers. Uh, we are a boutique, uh, family-owned, black-owned uh, real estate brokerage. We're headquartered in Buckhead. Uh, uh, right in Atlanta, and um, we do all facets of real estate. We do commercial, we uh, work with buyers, we work with sellers, um, we do property management, as well as some staging and interior design. Uh, We've been in business now for about six years. Uh, We celebrated our our sixth year last year. Uh, So this July, it'll be seven years, and um, I've actually been in the industry for a total of 25 years. Wow. It's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. That's awesome. I remember, I think I remember, was it six years ago when you kind of started where, is that when I met y'all like six years ago? Well, she is, let's see, yeah, about that. Because yeah. she had, she's been at school in six, for six years. She's been at uh, her, her school now for six years. And yeah. she was just coming out of where you were. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember you, you briefly like talking to me about that in passing like one day when you were picking her up, how you were getting everything started. And I didn't know like yeah. at that time, like what it was, but uh, I knew you were in real estate though. <laughs> so that's yeah. awesome. Um, So one thing I do want to ask, so that people know, what is the difference between a broker and a realtor? Because I know it's a word, but I don't think a lot of people know the difference because I myself personally do not know the difference. That's a great question, Kendra, and a great place to start. So um, a broker mm-hmm. is someone that holds a brokerage license, a broker's license, okay? Okay. Um, a realtor slash a sales agent is someone that holds... Um, and I would say the entry license into real estate. So when someone says, hey, I want to be a real estate agent, mm-hmm. they get a salesperson licensed, license, okay? Okay. And so that'll be the first level. And then in Georgia, you have to be in that position for three years and then go back to school to get your broker license. Oh. And at that point, as a broker, you can do one of two things. You can open your own brokerage, which mm-hmm. is what I did, or you can hang your license with the same, you know, brokerage uh, that you were with or maybe with a new brokerage and you sign on as an associate broker. All that means is someone that has a broker's license that's not um, operating like in a managing, you know, uh, perspective, if you will. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, because like a lot of people will probably be asking, <laughs> but right. now they don't have to ask because they got the answer right here. Okay. Right, right. So in this case, to to simplify that, a broker um, holds the highest license in Mm -hmm. in this particular um, situation. A broker is someone that can have agents under them that can train. A salesperson is usually under a broker. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So you you like essentially have like a team of realtors. I do. I mm-hmm. do that report to me and I train them um, on a daily basis. Um, so we're, we're like the, 
the full shop, you know, we're like mm-hmm. the Caldwells of the world. We're like the Keller Williams of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we are in alignment with them. Of course, they're the, you know, the bigger brands. Right. Um, and we are boutique. But yeah, we're all, you know, the same. A, a brokerage where we can do real estate transactions. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and now, like, the way things are just transforming in our world people love working with smaller business a lot more than they love working with like bigger brands because they get more personalized treatment and like you get people who are really going to work with you and who really want to see you succeed and you know do things like that so I think that's awesome that y'all are a real estate brokerage absolutely and from a from a a, you know used to be sales person perspective Mm -hmm. right the bigger brands, in my opinion, the agents are their customers, right? Because mm-hmm. they constantly sell you stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're like their customer. You're the brokerage's customer. When you're dealing with a boutique firm, mm-hmm. you know, you're really, really working with someone that, you know, is vested in, you know, making sure that you're successful, you know, from a broker agent perspective. And you get so much more of the personalized attention, right? Because if you have, you know... 5,000 agents, <laughs> right? You, know, you have uh, two or three brokers. It's a lot of unanswered questions. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's awesome. So how did you get started? Like what, I guess, encouraged you or influenced you to get started with brokering? Did I say that so, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right on the money. Right on the money. My, um, I actually entered the real estate business, um, because of my parents both of my parents are real estate investors okay and um so i started as an investor um i remember coming out of um of college i was like i'm gonna own a whole subdivision yeah and when i when i left college i mean i was on it you know um so uh because of that experience i you know i learned that i absolutely loved you know that business Mm -hmm. and um at the time, I was a consultant at IBM. I had a really, really good job. I was making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just, you know, when you're a creative, Kendra, you can relate. Yeah. When you're a creative, you can't sit in that office, you know, in that cubicle for, you know, seven, eight days sometimes at a time, you know, with yeah. the crazy blitzes and the crazy hours and all that. I just wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. So I um, took a sabbatical. And I, you know, kind of did some soul searching and decided that I was going to chase my passion. And my passion was, in fact, real estate. So, um, you know, decided to leave corporate America mm-hmm. and went to real estate school. I was licensed within 30 days Okay. and decided that, you know, I was not going back to my job and literally was like, okay, well, whatever money I have in the bank, I have X amount of time to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, jumped right into um, to, to the real estate field. Um, I was with a small brokerage. I started with uh, a boutique brokerage like myself um, mm-hmm. to, you know, to start off with because I wanted that individualized attention. And I learned a, a whole lot from there. And in that, that was a, a firm that was brokered by African-American female as well. Okay. You know, um, and she was doing her thing. I mean, she was selling to all the celebrities. And so she gave me a lot of confidence and a lot of information, you know, that um, catapulted me to say, okay, now I'm going to be a broker. And so I hung my license with a few of the big brands, hung my license with a few of the boutiques because I was in a learning capacity. Right. I made it a point that every brokerage that I uh, hung my license with, that it was ran and operated and in some cases owned by a woman because Mm -hmm. I wanted to see, you know, 
us in that dynamic and i'm not talking about just us like african-american women i'm talking about women across the board right you know because i was brokered by caucasian women by black women i just wanted to see you know women you know running this and and so i was able to learn quite a bit you know by kind of investigating you know each of the brokerages and mm -hmm. six years ago you know just decided it was time and and we did it you know and the rest is history yeah. we're loving it yeah, that's good. It's so like, um, well, I haven't taken the big leap yet, but like <laughs> in the little bit of working for myself that I do do, <laughs> it is a very freeing experience. So I can only imagine like how you felt when you left your job at IBM and were and was like, you know what, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to do this with real estate. So a lot of people that I know are thinking about getting into real estate um, I have, well, I know I have one episode that I did with my friend who, who is a real estate investor and that's not even what she does full time. That's just like her <laughs> side hustle gig and ended up getting herself a million dollar portfolio. Um, <laughs> and then that's I have good. another friend. Yes. Uh, I have another friend who is, um, becoming a realtor. Mm -hmm. So, good. um, just, yeah. Like, and then I have you. <laughs> who's a broker so it's just like real estate is all around me like is is there something no, i'm just kidding i don't really i don't know how i would be as a realtor honestly um but <laughs> i think that so what is it did you like being a realtor more um or like or did you like like because you said you come from a family of investors like your parents mm -hmm. um like if you could weigh them like pros and cons or like this and that like what what is it about being a realtor or a broker that you enjoyed more than I guess being an investor? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so from the investor perspective, um, I find that investors make a whole lot more money and they mm -hmm. are not held uh, to the standards that um, real estate people that hold a license are held to. Right. Um, you know, because you know that that investment game, you know, if you don't do it correctly, then, you know, you could easily, you know, end up in something where, you know, something, you know, should, should have been done a little bit different or, you know, people, people get upset, right. When, you know, when, when things are not, um, I guess executed correctly. Mm -hmm. So from an investor perspective, um, I find that they make the most money. Okay. Okay. And they are not held by the same standards that we are from a uh, real estate agent perspective. And I, I want to take a step back and just kind of clarify something. Okay. So a salesperson is a person that just has a real estate license. Okay. Okay. A realtor is someone that actually is a part of a board and they're held to a higher standard than a salesperson. Okay. They're okay. they're They have a higher level of training and that's called the code of ethics. Mm hmm. So with the code of ethics, you know, that's a class that they have to take every, every, I believe it's every three years and they have to be a part of a, um, of a board in order to, in order to uphold, uh, that title. Okay. okay. That realtor title. So, um, which one I like better go back to that. I like the brokering better mm -hmm. and here's why I have the ability to make all of my money. Okay? okay. So when you're hanging your license with a real estate brokerage, you have to split your commission. So essentially, when I became a broker, I gave myself a raise. Oh, okay. So when you're a broker, you keep all your money. Yeah. When you're an agent, you have to, you know, you when you go to a brokerage, obviously it's a business, right? Mm -hmm. So when, when you hang your license with them, then, you know, they're, 
whatever you negotiate, you know, some are 60, you know, 60, 40, I've seen 70, 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some, you know, where there's a cap and all that. But um, the biggest thing is the fact that you get to keep all your money. And, mm. and uh, that would be um, one of the biggest reasons why we decided to say, you know, let's step our game up and, um, you know, and, and open the brokerage. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. Real estate is so like, for me, just someone who doesn't really have a whole lot of experience with it. It seems Uh like such a puzzle, like it's a big puzzle. (laughs) Um, But my my friend who is a real estate investor, she like has courses that she offers online for people to learn how to do real estate investing. And I honestly, I probably should take one just so I can get more information because um, I know like, right now just from doing like a simple google search like the housing market right now is kind of crazy because (laughs) because so i saw this diagram that this guy made and he was like basically the housing market is like um i guess like he said like a river or and there's a pond or whatever and he was like so he did this diagram and he had like this little pond in the river flowing but then he said that most of the time there's a constant influx of like houses and buyers and it usually pretty pretty much equals out but right now because of all of the things because of what happened with covid and like so the they stopped like foreclosures and some other things like that kind of like blocks the stream going to the pond or whatever in the in the diagram that he drew <laughs> so um basically now we're seeing that uh investors are buying up all these houses, like paying cash yeah. for them. And people who are trying to buy houses can't buy houses because they, um, you know, you can't be cash when you're out here trying to um, purchase a home or whatever. Um, Absolutely. So, That's exactly uh, what's happening. It's crazy right now. Yeah. So I was just like, wow, this is insane. I'm looking at like Google and like people are talking about it on TikTok. <laughs> I need to, I really need to stay off TikTok. But people... <laughs> You're not by yourself. It's okay. Oh, my God. It's terrible. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So, like, for brokers, then this is a good – is this, like, a good market for y'all as well? Because – or do brokers even work with investors? Like, how does that work also? I know these are random well, we questions. we work with everyone. We work with everyone. So, it, um, each person kind of, you know, defines what their business is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got agents that strictly work with investors because they want to be an investor themselves. You okay. Know, so they align themselves with the, you know, those people, you know, so that they could learn as they, you know, make some money. Yeah. Um, some people only work with sellers. Some people only work with buyers. So you diversify your business the way you want it to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting because um, just looking at everything and how things are going and then like I saw something the other day about like a a $25,000 home buyer's credit or something um, and I was just like, wow, this is really going to get crazy. It's kind of like... <laughs> it's bananas. It really is. Yeah. It's crazy right now. I'm saying, so you can get a picture of what's happening in this market right now. Say if you had a property that was valued at $250,000, uh-huh. right? you have buyers that are going to pay you $300,000 for that property in cash, close it in two weeks, and you don't have to give them any concessions, meaning you don't have to pay any closing costs, you don't have to give them any home warranties, you have to give nothing, and they're going to buy your house above asking price. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. 
That's insane. It's unbelievable. And I'm just like, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, where are people getting all this money from? Like, y'all just have cash. A friend of mine sold her house before it even hit the market. She had a house for sale and it was, um, it was like a new build kind of her. She had only been living in it for, I don't know, maybe like a couple months, maybe not, maybe not even a whole year. Um, and ended up selling it. So, uh, it was like valued at like, I think like a little over 200,000, um, an investor hit her realtor up and was like, Hey, I'll buy that house in cash, pay 280 for it. See? And I was just like in cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised how many people are shopping with cash. You would I, be surprised. I am every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of people like the reason why a lot of buyers are being um, cut out right now and, you know, not able to get something is mm-hmm. because the majority of everyone right now is shopping with cash. If they're not shopping with cash, they're shopping with conventional loans. Like mm. it's, it's, it's rough. It really is. Mm. Yeah, that is rough. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a crazy field. I've, I can imagine like when you were saying earlier where you're like, it's been a day. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine that it has been a day. So if you, so what would be some advice that you would give to somebody who is looking to get into, I guess, real estate and like, like where would they, where, I mean, obviously they would have to start with becoming a realtor first. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, then a, a real estate agent. Right? Or, okay. The realtor piece is, is optional. Oh. You're not forced to join a board. That's okay. A, that's an option. So what you would get would be a real estate license. So you'll be a, um, they, they call it a salesperson license. Okay. That's what you would get. Oh, okay. So realtor and real estate agent. See, we should have wrote down some like key terms. I should have had key terms ready for this, um, <laughs> for this interview. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so people know the difference. Okay. I never knew there was a difference between realtor and real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so do it this way. If you're talking about the order of, hierarchy here right Uh so it's going to be salesperson okay then it's going to be realtor then it's going to be broker okay 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 i got it salesperson realtor broker so where where would you tell somebody who was trying to get started into this like what would be a piece of advice that you would give them so um in order for them to become a real estate license, Georgia has like some really easy, easy rules. Um, you have to be 18 years old okay. right, to be able to be licensed. You have to um, attend a 75 hour uh, pre-license course is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, once you complete that uh, course, then you have to sit for their exam and pass it. And then from there, you sit for the state exam and pass it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you get that license, I would say the biggest thing that I would tell anyone that wants to be in this field is find you the right broker. I can't stress that enough because that person is going to become your trainer, right? Like that mm-hmm. person is your is your guide, your mentor to, to success, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I find that the big the big box ones, they they just have too many people. So they yeah. can't nurture you you know, like they need to, you know, so I would say to align yourself with a broker, number one, that knows what they're doing. And number two, that has the time to provide, you know, the right training, but also along with being available and accessible so that, you know, when you do run into an issue, you know, you have the ability to pick up the phone and call and ask for help. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely, because you're probably definitely going to need it the way uh, <laughs> if you're trying to get in right now, you're going to need some help because you're going to have to be trying to figure out how you can help people. <laughs> Absolutely. But see, not only that, Kendra, right? Like this this job is major. So the two major purchases that we typically make is a house and a car, right? Those are right. like the two biggest things that we buy. Right. With the house being the most expensive. Mm-hmm. So imagine being out there with someone that doesn't have the knowledge, you know, because we're, we're liable for quite a bit of stuff, right? Right. And, you know, you have to really know those contracts. You know, you really have to know what you're doing because you now have to, you know, help someone through the process, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's, it's really, really important to get that training. And, you know, my, my, um, my closing attorney says this to me. She says this all the time. She says, remind your agents before they get a great area, call you right so in in real estate things are black and white (laughs) you you either do it or you don't right yeah so if you ever get to a point where you you know you're thinking about you know well maybe i should make no you have to have the ability to pick up the phone and call someone so they could either talk you off that ledge or say okay wait a minute you're going in the wrong direction because you know in this field like you know, we get sued yeah you know like you're you're for real liable you end up in a in a state court you know, about some stuff that, you know, you might not have done, you know, correctly or properly. It's important to, you know, to properly represent people. Mm. It's crucial. That's so true. That's a lot of pressure. It is. It <laughs> is. a lot of pressure. I don't know if I would, um, I think this is something that you have to like really be called to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, that's a lot of pressure. And like a lot, some people might even say that teaching is a lot of pressure because it is. Yeah. But um, if it comes to like reading over contracts and making sure that everything is correct, like that's a lot of pressure. I definitely would be calling. I'd be like, Hey Bobby, it's Kendra. <laughs> Need a little help. I don't know. You're still Kendra. Uh, do it. <laughs> my God. So much stuff. I have a lot of going on. I just need to calm down. I just, <laughs> I have to tell myself okay. that like, calm down, Kendra. <laughs> See, that's where the meditation comes in. So oh, you see. Feel like that? Mm-hmm. That's when you sit there. You don't even have to close your eyes. Oh. That's where you just breathe deeply, you know, and just take, even if it's two minutes. Yeah. You just sit there and you just give yourself that love. I call that the best form of self love. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is my Apple meditation? Watch is always telling me to breathe. Yeah. So, so you so you know so you know oh but i never do it and it's always like even one even one minute of breath could change your life and i'm just like apple watch and i'll just like scroll scroll past that it really does it really does <laughs> oh my goodness it really it centers me because you know when you're in business for yourself yeah you know even though i have assistance i am that girl like i'm open-minded in that instance where you know oprah signs all of her checks like as rich as she is right now mm-hmm. she still signs all of her checks i'm so impressed by her mm-hmm. um but you know i do a lot of that you know as well not micromanaging but i definitely put my eyes on everything yeah because you know at the end of the day you know my license you know right. you want to talk about a lot of pressure here's the pressure so say god forbid somebody decides to go out and not be as ethical as they should be right, right. And we all in trouble. Yeah. You know, so because their their thought process there is, you know, they should have known better mm-hmm. because I should have taught them better, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all pressure, you know, all- and everything that you do, you can walk out the door or somebody can come visit you at your house and fall and sue you. Yeah. So, that's you, know, true. you just have to make sure that you're properly insured, you know, with the right liability coverages, with the right error and emission coverages and just do right by people. Yeah. Right? If, if, 
if your intentions are good regardless, mm-hmm. people see that, you know? And God mm-hmm. hears and knows everything. So you'll be fine. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, so what was one of the, I guess, or what was a, a one of the... Sh- tough moments for you I guess as coming into being a broker what was something that was a a bit of a struggle or maybe a difficult moment that you overcame and how did you overcome it so and it's so funny you asked that question so from from being a salesperson to being a broker it's like life is so different right so Mm -hmm. when you are a salesperson um, they have everything set up to the point where you take that 75 hour course that we talked about earlier okay? okay that course teaches you how to pass the exam okay mm-hmm. then when you're done the state requires you to take a 25 hour post license course mm. and that has to be done in the first year and what that post license teaches you is how to do the job oh. right so you, you learn how to take the test once you pass the test then they teach you how to do the job okay well as a broker they don't offer you that so you go to school, you take the broker um, class, you take the broker exam, and you're a broker. Mm-hmm. That's it. So there isn't a post license that, you know, you literally have to sit down and take, like, you know, you're being forced to as a salesperson. Yeah. So I would say that was my biggest challenge. Like, I come from a business background. Like I told you, both of my parents were um, real estate investors. But mm-hmm. not only that, like, they were always self-employed. I've never seen them work for anyone. So I okay. came up with the thought process of, going to college to create something for myself, not right. going to college to, you know, to work for somebody. Right. Okay? So, um, what, you know, what happened in, in that case was I didn't have the support, you know, like there isn't a, a post broker license course that teaches you, you know, ABC, this is how, you know, you, you broker and you broker well. Mm-hmm. So it requires you to really do a lot of digging you know, to find the information that you're looking for. So, you know, the adjustment there, you know, because I expected the training to be like, you know, okay, yeah, we're going to do this and step one and step two. And it wasn't like that. And if you think about it, it makes sense, right? Because now you're taking a supervisory role, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're responsible for people. So you have to be able to navigate and facilitate on your own, Yeah. um, you know, on that level. So I was able to quickly, you know, figure out, okay, you know, I got to do this for myself. And what I did was I actually started a group. I went out and I, I um, sought out some other females that were doing the same job. And mm-hmm. I created like a network for us to, you know, connect once a month. And, you know, I don't consider us to be competitors. Yeah, we all have, you know, brokerages. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's enough business out here for everyone. Man. And I believe that, you know, we are stronger together than apart. Definitely. So I connected with some other women and, you know, we, we connect once a month and we talk shop. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, was able to get a lot of good guidance, you know, from the ones that have been doing the broker job for 20 plus, you know, years and, you know, just connected with people. Um, I got me a mentor again. She, you know, had been brokering forever. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's, um, like my grandmother's age. So, you know, she had been doing it for quite some time. Okay. Um, she started before there were a lot of tools, you know, a lot of the, um, technology that's out right now. So I'm talking yeah. about, she is like really old school. So she had a lot of great information. So I was able to quickly, you know, recover from, you know, not having that post license for brokers and, mm-hmm. you know, quickly learn the ropes and, you know, uh, kind of like baptism by fire. And, you know, yeah. every day is a learning curve every day, you know, you're, you're seeking information. So anything can be done. You know, I say what one man can do, another man can do. Right. Right. That's so true. And especially the part about make like there are, there is enough 
business out here for everybody to make money. Like we don't have to compete all the time. Like it's not in like even some of the time. Like uh, I'm learning that in my little waste bee business, it's just like it doesn't really. It's not really a competition, girl. Like let's just talk about these beads. Like where do you get your beads from? Because I like your beads. <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. yeah. Like it's um, it's crazy. It's crazy though to because there are people out here who can't get past that competition mentality um with their with their business and I mean I get it you're trying to make it but everybody's not trying to compete with you we just trying to we all trying to do this like like my mom says go to the grocery store and look out how and look at how many different brands of bread there are on the bread aisle like that's all you need right that's all you need yeah look at all the bread look at all the bread <laughs> and nobody just because somebody buys one brand that's not stopping the other brand from making bread so and they all making money yeah right they, they all, all making, making money because the bread shelf is full every week that i go every to the week store. every week it's full the only time right? i think it wasn't full was when the pandemic first started and people brought up all the bread and the milk and the, exactly. uh, the, to- exactly. and the toilet exactly. tissue it <laughs> yes it was quickly restocked the next right. week it was restocked like yeah yeah so, uh, competition. Yeah. You know, you're your own competition. You know, how, how can I be better than I was last year? Yes. You know, and I find like a lot of us, especially, especially women, and I don't know where this competitive spirit comes from, but I find a lot of us waste a lot of time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, well, I wonder how she did this and I wonder how she did that. And I mm-hmm. wonder, and I wonder, but if you were wondering so hard and you picked up a book and got it for yourself. You wouldn't be wondering about her. Right, exactly. Or even if you just asked her. Like, right. instead of go. instead of talking to other people about it or trying to figure that out, maybe you just ask the woman who you want to know so much about. Ask her. Exactly. <laughs> and I say success leaves clues, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, if they if, if we hating on each other, we definitely not going to go ask, right? We prefer right. to just stalk the Instagram page. Exactly. So, instead, follow her. Yeah. Right? And success leaves clues. So if you follow her, you just do what she does and yeah. put your own spin on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This, um, yeah, it's not one of this. I, I'm in a Toastmasters group because I'm trying to work on my public speaking. Um, even though, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable speaking in front of people, but I want to get better at not saying the word like, not using filler words so much when I speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, and see, I just said, um, this, the, one of the <laughs> members of the group, the quote she gave last week was don't live the same year 75 times. And I was like, oh my God. That is such a good mm. quote. Like, um, I and I don't even know why I just thought about that. I would, we, it was something we were talking about, and I was like, yeah, don't live the same life twice. But, I, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And even with your business, like, you can't keep doing the same things over and over that you were doing in 1985. Like, you have right. to, do, like, you, you have to, fresh. yeah, you got to stay fresh. And I think you do a great job of that. Um, you're always on top of the, on top of the trends. Like even with this podcast episode, getting it together, you were like, okay, so do you have the flyer? What do I need to do? I'm trying to help you cross, you know, cross, um, cross, not them eyes and cross them teeth. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. So like, um, yeah, you, you have always been, um, a very, you've been very hands on, especially when it comes to getting things done. So I know earlier you said you're not a micromanager. I believe that, but I can see you not letting stuff slide by because I know how you give, you give princess K the eye and I know you probably get (laughs) 
give your people the eye too. I can see it. I can see it. But I think oh, yeah. that I'm, they know and they know the eye. They know I bet they do know the eye. <laughs> they probably but know they love it. They love it, right? They yeah. love it because, you know, they making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know, they would you know, we're like a family, right? Like I and I teach my my agents coming in. I'm like, listen, and that's a part of my interview process. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanna make sure that you could be a million dollar producer but if you have the wrong attitude mm-hmm. i don't want that you know right. I, we gel like a family yeah you know everybody helps each other we sit down at the table and we have conversations like you know hey this is the campaign i'm going to run this week this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to do and we could care less if you know you and everybody at the table run the same campaign because at the end of the day people are going to do business with me because they want to do business with me they're right. going to work with you because they want to work with you right so, right you know, you might as well just, you know, be happy in what you're doing and, you know, just keep it moving. It is, it is like, it is so not that serious. Yeah. So what is like, I guess, a a good quality that somebody should look for if they're looking for a broker or a brokerage? They want someone that has a proven track record first. Okay. Proven track record. Someone that you know can get the job done. Yeah. Um, Buying a house or selling a house is a serious process, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of legal red tape. It's a lot of deadlines, um, you know, and those deadlines have to be met. Like, it's no, you know, it's no um, making up if you miss a deadline. For example, we have something that's called a due diligence period. Right. And that's the period that we get to investigate a house. Okay. So say if I'm representing the buyer, we go under contract. We say, hey, I need 10 days to, you know, really dig into this property. Right. Um, if that 10-day time frame runs out and you haven't completed your inspection and negotiated the repairs, mm-hmm. then that contract says that you just agreed to purchase that property as is. Mm. So if it's full of mold oh, and no. you miss that deadline, it yeah. just is what it is. And the person has to buy it. Wow. That's See what crazy. I'm saying? So yeah. it's serious business. Yeah. You definitely got to get somebody who, who knows. Right, right. That know what they're doing. So yeah. I would say that would be the biggest thing mm-hmm. would be for, um, you know, know, you know, know your person. My favorite thing to say is know your personnel. Yeah. You know, know, know what your people's strengths are. Know what their weaknesses are. Um, and you want to know that about a broker. Mm. Um, definitely want to be um, with a broker that has good technology. It's going to be important to keep up with uh, things like compliance. The Real Estate Commission requires us to... Um, keep contracts uh, for a three-year period, okay? Mm, okay? And God forbid they ever come a knock on the door and you don't have that. It's going to be hell to pay, point yeah. blank period. They don't play like that. Um, so they're the governing body of of us, if you will, okay? To mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, we're doing the right things um, to and with the consumer. Um, so I would definitely make sure that, you know, that person has the right technology to be able to market your business, right? Market the firm, and also, you know, keep you compliant, right? Mm. Because that's that's like the biggest piece of this thing is making sure that, you know, everything is done, um, you know, per the commission to make sure that you follow all the rules and the regulations. Um, the other thing I would say is, you know, find somebody that you can work with, someone that you're comfortable with, um, you know, someone that's trustworthy. Yeah. You know, um, it can't be all about money. It can't be all about what they're selling you. It's got to be someone that's truly vested in your success. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be my, you know, my top three big things when you're looking for a brokerage. 
Yeah, those are really great, really great points and really great things for somebody to be looking for uh, or really great tips for you to give. So um, we're nearing the end of our time, but do you want to drop all of your social networks and how people can find you and get in contact with you? I guess if they have questions or if they're looking for a broker. Absolutely. That would be great, Kendra. Thank you so much, first of all, for um, having me tonight. I had a really good time, but I always have a good time with you. Of course. Oh, yes. and your mom is my sorority sister, so I get to love oh, yeah. you even more. If shout you out look, to the, the ladies of Delta Sigma Beta. <laughs> Go ahead and shout your people out. I should have, oh, yeah, if you want to shout your college out, because people always like to get on here and shout their school out if you want to do that. If you don't, it's Okay, well, good. let me talk about my HBCU. Oh, another HBCU grad. I love yes, it. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I did my I did my undergrad HBCU, and then I flipped it for graduate school for Same. my MBA. But morris brown college i'm so freaking proud of my school yes. we just got our accreditation back yes After 20 years oh my god i can't wait to get to homecoming oh I yeah i'm turning so far up i just pray that <laughs> <I make it> home. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Congratulations. I was so, oh my God. When I saw that, I was like, wait, is this real? Like I was looking, I was like, wait, I had to fact check it. I looked at like three different articles before I posted it. Cause I was like, it, this better be real. This better not be a joke. Okay. This is not a drill. And I did not even go to Morris Brown, but like, I just know a couple people who have, and I was just like, it's about time. It's time. Let's go. Let's go. We back. It's the best. It's yes. The best. It, it, absolute best experience i had the best time at that school oh my god the mm. best time yes but um yeah so so morris brown college to my brownite uh, uh partners out there yes um, my socials uh on facebook and instagram i am bobby the broker b-o-b-b-i t-h-e-b-r-o-k-e-r and we are also brown myers brokers llc and myers is spelled m-e-y-e-r-s so we have a lot of um important information on there on the business page the brown myers brokers page Mm -hmm. we have a lot of good information for home buyers you know kind of um helping people to walk them through the buying and the selling process and you know just to kind of help relieve some of that stress so check us out on that page um, we even have like different ways to win bids and stuff like that. Just a lot of good information if you're buying or selling. Yeah. And then um, on my personal Bobby the Broker page, um, we do have some business on that as well. But we definitely uh, give you a look at behind the scenes. So you get to see, you know, what we do, how we do it. And, um, you know, just kind of rock with us a little bit. So it's exciting. Uh, anyone that's interested in the field, I would say definitely do it. It has afforded me a fantastic lifestyle Mm -hmm. it allows me to put my daughter through private school um you know and just be flexible you know and um you know to be able to help a lot of people i love my agents love 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 my agents they're like my sisters and my brothers and the younger ones are more like my children (laughs) it's it's, uh it's an amazing field and i would definitely encourage uh anyone that's interested to go for it and Kendra, I did bring um, a couple of gifts this evening. Okay. So if anyone is interested, I am happy to help them with a scholarship to attend real estate school. Okay. So to me and I can help them with that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Y'all heard it. If you are interested and you, <laughs> you better get in contact because she got you on the scholarship for you to get through real estate school. That is awesome. 
We definitely got to have a meeting. You, Kendra. You know, I love you. So I <laughs> definitely wanted to bring some value this evening. Oh, you were bringing all the value anyway, talking about real estate. Okay. You were <laughs> you came sure. packed with value. You were full of value. We knew. I knew. Awesome. I knew. <laughs> I know I'm offline. I know what time it is. Right. I already knew. So thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your evening to spend some time with me and talk um, to my listeners and myself about real estate brokerage and this awesome opportunity for somebody to um, get a scholarship to get paid for their um, real estate school. So I'm definitely going to be pumping that out on the social accounts uh when this episode airs and i'll pump it out a little bit before this episode airs too because that is something that people need to take advantage of because a lot of people are always talking about real estate so put your money where your mouth is get in contact with miss bobby so you can get that scholarship let's do it let's do it kendra thank you so much for having me i appreciate you you're welcome